Nope. I mean, like, I, I've done it and nobody cares. Why does it irritate you? It probably ir- irritates other people that you do it. Because No, here's the deal. Because pop culture is there uh, to be shared with other people. The problem is if you let something pass you by, like I have done, since we're kind of in a, a weak TV and video game section of the world, so I'm going back and I'm playing Assassin's Creed 4, and I'm, I'm now watching Battlestar Galactica for the very first time. But nobody's going to talk to me about this stuff. It's more like, oh, man, I'm watching that Battlestar Galactica. They're like, yep, it was good. And yeah. That's it. Nobody wants to have a real conversation. Already, yeah, it's like, hey, Ray, I bought some parachute pants. Let's go to the MC Hammer concert. <laughs> Gracious, no. Oh, no, there hasn't been one of those for 20 years, Ray, but let's talk about it anyway. Let's talk about how great we feel that EMF was as a, as a band. They're unbelievable. They're un- Whoa! Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the very next installment of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, I'll be honest, we have special guest Matt Manser in studio. Mr. Ma- well, he's Sir Matt Manser. Sir Manser. He has officially been knighted, which I think is very, very exciting. And um, we just we want to talk a lot with Matt. And not just our conversation with Matt Manser, but we never even got to Wolf Among Us last week. Yeah, we, we ran out of time. We ran out of time, and so we weren't able to actually talk about it. And we still have thoughts. So we're going to get that in the show we're as gonna well. We're going to be wolfing out, Ray. We're going to be Wolf Among Us saying, I got nothing. Mm. You ready to talk to Matt Manser? Yeah, then now let's, I am. Let's just do it after three seconds of Hall of Notes. And here we are. We are back, and we yeah. are in studio here at the beautiful Flickering Light Studios with the one and only winner, Matt Manser. Matt Manser. Yeah, that's right. Winner of our, you know, winner of our March Madness. Are you going to start over? Basketball. No, it's okay. Why? Why would we start over? Because I screwed it up. Apparently, just like you screwed up your uh, March Madness bracket. Yep. Oh, oh, goodness gracious! Okay, so yes, yeah, so the official. We had an official NCAA March Madness Raisin. If you, everybody who listened to the show would know this, we had the official Raisin Brent March Madness bracket challenge, and of the people who decided to participate, a lot of fear, a lot of fear out there in the world. Yeah. Matt Manser is the one man who stepped forward, stepped through, and and appeared on the other side a champion. Matt Manser, look, here's the deal. Matt Manser did, he dominated so hard in the March Madness that he didn't even have to have the right team winning in his score. He had the the winning team with the lower score. He's like, I don't even need that as a tiebreaker. I don't need a tiebreaker. I'm going to win it outright. So what was your plan going into March Madness? Uh, My plan was uh, to not watch any college basketball strong during the season uh so i so I, I completed that part of the plan very easily didn't watch any college basketball and my next part of the plan was because uh, you were afraid if you would watch too much college basketball it might like cloud your vision and you might like you or might you just not get like bad opinions basketball. um both yeah see all right there you go there, there you, you go, go. So uh, and so now it came down to the final final game of the season. No, he won before the finals even. Oh, that's like, right. The finals, he already won. But it came down to the final game in that we needed both teams that the other two people picked to not make the finals in order for Matt to win the title. 
which that, in fact, did happen. I thought that, no, I'm pretty sure that when we got to the finals, you had already won. Like, everybody's you, team was eliminated. No, you had, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it took setting up the finals in order to get Matt the championship. Yeah, maybe we should start over, right? Maybe. You were terrible. What the? What is, what is wrong, wrong with what you? What is wrong with worst. you? How dare you? Look at you? this. We got Matt Manser in studio, and you're embarrassing yourself. I haven't said anything that isn't true. What are you talking about? You haven't said anything that is true, except, <laughs> hi, I'm Ray. I'm not even sure I got that no, right, apparently. Let me go back and check my birth certificate. <laughs> But so, anyway, congratulations. Yes, Matt. congratulations, Matt Manser. Do you have any, now? You get to deliver a personal message to us, to the listeners, to America. Uh, a heartfelt all personal, of America, all of America. It's listening right now. Yeah, in, and people probably in like um, the Philippines. I would assume uh, somebody in the Sudan uh, listens. So you There's have one guy in the Sudan. That's all it takes to make somebody there listening, right? Like, yeah. we now have the market. Um, you you can now deliver. We're just going to sit back. Your personal message of 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 Matt Manserness to the world. Um, basically, uh, if you watch college basketball and then try to win a March Madness tournament, you just wasted just months of your time because it's really not necessary to watch any of it. Uh, so you should just should just not watch college basketball. They give you the the teams are seated, you know. They already tell you who's like generally considered to be better. You can just pick off of that. It's like super easy. And you'll do fine if you just sort of pick, oh, this team's supposed to be better. I'll just pick them. That's my message. I think that's a very strong message. I think Ray just learned what those numbers... He didn't know... <laughs> he always asked what those numbers meant by the sides. I just thought it was like a ballot where they just number it one through eight, you know, and you just like pop the holes. Ray no? was like, I think that means like the five. That means the, the best player is number five. That's not true. <laughs> oh gracious! You didn't me. think that? Uh, not not anymore. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad we had Matt on the show. I'm going to win it next year. Yeah, I mean, it is one thing though to talk about, you know, because uh, it Matt, was embarrassing. It did suck that we watch college basketball all the time, and, and we, <laughs> we were really <laughs> up on that tournament. We were we were ready to go. I finished last. We did analysis of the tournament, and I believe you finished last, and I finished third from the bottom. <laughs> wow. So. I believe that message is clear. That message is true. I don't yeah. think there's anything we can do to fight that. Big waste of time. And the guy that finished in between us was like, it was like initial J Banks. I don't know who that. Jar Jar Banks. Yeah, yeah, that's how bad we were. We I lost to Jar Jar, and he barely beat Jar Jar. And he was just like Misa pick whoever, <laughs> Misa pick a Duke. <laughs> no, don't you don't do that. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Misa pick Butler. Misa want Butler. Butler. Misa, no like to work. He, he didn't even get the concept. <laughs> just wants words that he knows. <laughs> just in general. I mean, he didn't know what Mercer was. Right. Gracious me. So, Matt, you're, you're here now, so you get you get your own segment on the Raisin Brent podcast. I have to ask you, is this the first podcast you've ever done, or are you on podcasts, like, constantly? I've been on a few before. Not a ton, but some. Like, big-time famous ones? Oh, yeah, all the famous ones. That's so rad. Nice. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't even need, don't even to, need to, to say some, what they do some are. Name just, dropping, or? just the famous ones. Yeah. Oh, so basically, what, what I hear you saying is, if I just like Google top one hundred podcasts, you've probably been on seventy percent. Uh, probably, probably seventy seventy five percent. I'm guessing. I yeah. looked it up. Eighty three. Eighty three percent. Exactly. Eighty three percent. Wow, that's pretty exciting stuff right there. Well, I'm sorry you had to slum it here uh, with with Brent and myself. <laughs> Although that's, we did uh, go to the ESPYS this year, Ray. We're oh, not. That's right. We're, we're doing pretty good. You know. Yeah. You, you know what that sounds like. We're moving on, up moving on up to the ESPYs. Moving on up. That's all I got there. Uh, so, Matt, you are from the greater Michigan-Detroit general vicinity area. 
as it is commonly known, as, yes. As we call it. <laughs> well, you know, because folks like us, like we say, we're from Detroit. And people already know that that's not exactly what we mean. Because, I mean, how many people do we know that are actually, like, city proper? Um, I don't know that I know anyone from the actual city I of Detroit. Maybe know one person I met, like, once. <laughs> like, I can't say I know a whole lot of people. So we are from the general Detroit area. Uh, talk about your sports journey. Talk about your teams. Like, what... What sports gets Matt Manser's, like, dander going? Oh, my dander. Yeah. Dander. I get a little personal That's there. That's rude. That's what we're going for. Rude, Ray. We're going we're gonna to ask the hard-hitting questions here on the dander. show. Um, well, uh, uh, the Tigers are probably the team that I follow the most closely. That's fair. That's fair. Are you, are you, are you a, a, like, an every-game watcher, or do you do box scores? Or? Um, box scores and recaps. Yeah. And... Yeah, I'd watch them when I can when they're on out in L.A. You know, Ray and I both picked the Tigers to win the World Series. They're definitely winning the World Series here, the Tigers. For two extremely different reasons. One, I think they're going to do it, and Brent and is two, trolling to jinx them. No, I'm doing it because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to win. He's trying to jinx them. Um, well, I don't think jinxes are a thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't believe that either. That's what's going to happen. I'm the most skeptical person in the world. I still think Brent's, Brent's jinxing the Tigers just by picking them. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, are there any other teams? I mean, a big Red Wings fan. Uh, Red Wings and Pistons, although it's been hard to watch the Pistons oh. recently, so I haven't been keeping up too much. Well, do you feel okay with Joe Dumars getting uh, you know getting dropped for um, for new for, Van Gundy Van leadership? Gundy. Uh, I mean, it seems like it's kind of overdue, right? Probably overdue, yeah. So I, I kind of feel with Joe Dumars, it's like, hey, thanks for the championship. Thanks for the one of the best teams I've ever pr- had the privilege of watching. What have you been doing the last eight years? Like, yeah. just single-handedly milling that organization to death. I, I Basically, was, we, yeah. We talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago. I was really hoping that LeBron would go to Detroit <laughs> just to see Cleveland's head explode. And we're like, well, I'm leaving. I'm leaving Miami. I'm taking my towns away from South Beach and going to Detroit. <laughs> yeah. First move of uh, Van Gundy, he gets LeBron signed. And uh, then you could just immediately, like, sign him to a 10-year contract right there. Van Gundy, I mean, not LeBron. Yeah. Because uh, he, he would never – I mean, let's face it. I mean, realistically, any Lions coach right now, not that you're a big NFL fan. I mean, do, do you like the NFL? We're going to talk some NFL right now. I don't really follow it too closely. Why not? We do. Anyway, any Lions coach that would actually win a playoff game, much less a Super Bowl or get his team a Super Bowl, has pretty much a 20-year contract guaranteed. Lifetime contract. Lifetime contract. Like, how long would you like to stay here, sir? Because you are, you are it. We are yeah, done you here. are a saint. Um, but that's cool. So I know, but what other teams? Uh, you know, the, uh, the Tigers, Tigers, Red Wings, Red Wings, Pistons, sorta. WNBA? No, no, um, no. Detroit. Uh, no, Detroit Shock. The Shock, yeah, but they're not the Shock anymore. They moved to Oklahoma City, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I believe they're gone now. They're How gone. is the Shock not in Kansas somewhere? You know, what? They have the Wichita State Shockers, and they like shock wheat. And you know. well, it's Shock. It's Pistons and Shocks. It's yeah. It would be two parts of a car, Brent. Yeah, that's Shocks though. It's not shocks, right? It's the Wichita. It was the Detroit Shock. I guess that's right. We're not listening. What watching the Detroit Piston? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Well, Everything I know is upside down. Because shock has a a double meaning. Yeah. Oh, because like all, not only like the part of a car, but also like shock and awe. Yeah. Like they were hearkening back to the uh, the Iraq War. Yeah. And they were talking about like this is what we're going to do on a basketball court, and Bill Lambeer did it. He did. They, they won got, some championships. Yeah, they got their title. Shock. A there's few a titles, that, right? There's a team that actually plays That's in right. Detroit. There's a Detroit team that actually plays in Detroit. Yeah. Shock. No. 
Except the Pistons don't play well, the Detroit. the Pistons and the Shock that's did what I'm not saying. play none in Detroit. Of the, none of your teams play in Detroit. Well, the, dare that's you. not true. There's it's not even teams. remotely true. <laughs> the Tigers, Red Auburn Wings, Hills, and Lions sir. all play in Detroit. Auburn Hills. Yes, Auburn Hills. It's not as bad as, uh, well, it's okay, equally as bad as the San Francisco 49ers moving down to Santa Clarita no, or whatever. True. Yeah. They're now uh, an hour Santa, south of San Francisco. Santa Clarita is like right by us in L.A. <laughs> Oh wait, Santa Clara. Yeah, Santa Clara. Listen, well, yeah, I know, and none, you, and and none of the New York football teams play in New York. They're all in New Jersey. You, you don't know. come to me for correct specific um, city names. That's correct. The Patriots <laughs> don't play in the That's state right. of New England. Yeah, <laughs> they don't even play in England. That's yeah, ridiculous. they're in Massachusetts. This is ridiculous. <laughs> How dare you? Um, but that's cool. So anything good for like the um, the Red Wings you see coming up? I mean, we're way off season right now because they're building a new complex, right? Did you hear Are about they? that? Yeah, they're, my understanding was they were going to build a brand new Detroit Red Wings complex like downtown or whatever, and then like pour money into the city so someone will want to live there again. Right. That they're, sounds right. They're just going for hockey fans at this point. Like just yeah. just just a little villa around like like the Olympic Villa, an actual but, hockey town. Yeah, an actual hockey town that develops. Yeah, I don't care if it's tent cities. Just get <laughs> something built up around the stadium. I think my my kid is onto something. I'm I'm get more little Caesars. We got to make this happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Brent. Yeah. You're a big Kings fan. I am. It's never off season when you got the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah. Um, in any case, so we had a, a, a couple topics we want to talk about here. Uh, now that we, we got, uh, again, Matt Manser in studio. Uh, winner of the Raisin Print, March the, Madness. And, and, and stand-up comedian extraordinaire. You've also been on yes. shows and whatnot, television. Sure, uh, shows. The shows. Well, you were on the Californication. The Californication, uh, yes. That was one of my favorite Californication uh episodes it was hilarious we, we oh. however for the we record can't talk about it at all yeah on the show. <laughs> and we're, we're not going to ask you to do the famous thing that you did on that because um, that's no do it we just rude. just just do it <laughs> i mean if you want to i'm not i'm not going to try to pimp you I mean, out you can't really it's a visual thing it's a yeah. visual thing okay I for us it doesn't really i want to see right. it in real life you want to do it so all right i'll i'll do it I'll, for and I'll, I'll say what my reaction is okay right. i'm doing a gesture i did on california okay. Boing. <laughs> For those of you who, who might not know, you might just want to like uh, wiki that. Yeah, <laughs> Google Matt Manser um, Californication. great. You and what uh, what's, was great about that is yeah. when I um, I di- I auditioned for the show. At yeah. first, I was auditioning for a different part, but I guess he already filled it or something. Yeah. So the casting lady looked at me and was like, "Here, read for this part instead." And the character name was Pasty Manboy. Nice. <laughs> She, for some reason, thought that I'd be able to do Done. I'd be able to play a pasty man boy pretty nice. well. I don't know. Something about cool. my aura. Hey, here's the deal. Whatever sells, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever books. Ray, who casts, uh, who casts Californication? Oh, that I do not know. Felicia Fasano. Is that right? Name drop. No. You, I used to play softball you know? with Felicia Fasano a little bit. Yeah. So she's a good, she's a good It's not a name drop if I don't know who it is, Brent. I know. I dropped, she told I dropped you it. who it is. I told it's you a casting was. See what I have to deal with, Matt? Man, I'm just not savvy <sighs> to this town, guys. I name drop, and he says that's not a name drop, even though I did drop it. I, I don't <laughs> I know, know. Man. Wow. Do you want to go to the ESPYs next year? <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness. Cool. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? So, in any case, we have some, uh, unless there was more to the story, I'm sorry. Um. Well, just uh, follow up. Uh, I got the, when I finally, when I booked the part and got the script, yeah. I read it, and they changed the name of that character, and it was now called Bookish Creep. 
<laughs> wow. Which I think is a step up, actually. Nice. Bookish creep. Let's see. Pasty man boy v. Bookish creep. Well, bookish creep is more a dis- more about the personality of the character. Yeah. So I guess they didn't. Whereas pasty man boy is a physical description, which it's... I guess I didn't fit the physical description. Yeah. So yeah. They had to change it to. What my acting conveyed about the character. Nice. You really brought yourself to the role, is right. what you're saying. Well, not right. myself. <laughs> well, your actor self. I, yeah, my actor self. Your actor self. But, uh, I'm not a. Although, I'm not bookish. Now, I'm did, just did, a creep. Uh, what I would say, though, officially, before you get to your yeah. point, is that I think we just found the title for the episode. Nice. Pasty Man Boy versus Bookish Freak. <laughs> or freak. Creep. Bushes Creep. Bushes Creep. Nice. Not a freak. Okay, so, ah, see, so you had a scene with Duchovny, then. David Duchovny. I did. One of my. that Like, you know, if we're talking about, like, uh, uh, Bro, man crushes. David Duchovny's right up there for me. Him Going way back, Gordon yeah. Ramsay. You know, love me, love me some Gordon Ramsay. But yeah, I love the Duchovny. Um, it was, how was that working with him? Cool. Uh, it was cool. You know, I didn't. I only sort of got to really meet him at the table read very briefly. Um, the scene I was in the scene with him and Evan Handler, but like I didn't really interact with him in the scene. In fact, my character sort of had to like somehow not know that he was there. Oh. It was a little bit of a... Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, you were talking about, like, oh, you loved the talking... book that he had written and not knowing that it was him. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Y'all. I couldn't see over Evan Handler to see that Duchovny was there, too. So, it, so I was talking about him behind his back, but he was right there. And, and it was in the script. Funny. I mean, he knew you were doing it. It wasn't like a big surprise <laughs> to David Duchovny. Like, they just started filming, and they were like, surprise! He's a big fan. Yeah. So that's not how TV works. Yeah, I'm, no, he, he had read I'm, the script. I'm savvy. Yeah. I am savvy. I promise, yeah. guys. <laughs> they all they all read the script ahead of time. I went to the uh, hopefully. <laughs> I went to the rap party for the last season of Californication, which was like it just the show just ended like a couple weeks ago. But yeah, the rap party ago. was like last summer, and they went all out, man. They had like Marilyn Manson and Tom Jones playing at the rap. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I was like they they spent the money on the rap party. Because when I think so. of a duet that works perfect together on stage, I think of Marilyn Manson and Tom Jones. John Felder from the Eagles. Ah. Formerly of the Eagles. Formerly of the Eagles. You're a big music guy, right, Matt? Yeah, I'm a big music guy. Steve Jones, Sex Pistols. You and Brent have a five-minute conversation, and I'll just uh, go use it because I'm not a musician. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons they have a lot of musicians on Californication, so they can have them at the rap party play. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently. Bring them in. Marilyn I got Manson. lucky. My friend's my friend was uh, his wife was like nine months pregnant, so she couldn't go to the rap party, so I got to go. (laughs) Ah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Have your friend get a wife pregnant, and then I know. you can do things. Hey, Ken, you got a good rap party coming up? Time <laughs> to get your wife pregnant again. You know what? <laughs> Super Bowl's coming up in nine months. <laughs> Maybe it's time to <laughs> mur, mur, mur. get yours. This is a lot of fun, man. Uh, we need to take like a quick break, but can you come back for the next segment, Matt? Yeah, because I wasn't kidding. I need a pee-pee break, so Matt, oh, is geez. that cool? Um, I don't need to hear about that, but yes, I can come back. Beautiful. So we're going to actually talk real sports topics then after three seconds of... Ben Folds 5. Put your love and trust on the line. It's risky. People love to tear that down. Let them try. Do it anyway. And we are back here with Matt Manser to talk real sports now, everybody. Real sports are about to happen. Ooh. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? That's mm-hmm. all I can get from you guys? Come on, you guys. I can't. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, so the Major League Baseball trade deadline is right on the horizon, and uh, I thought it's the perfect time. And since we have Matt here, especially big time Detroit Tigers fan, because he knows what's up. It's a smart guy sitting across from me right now. T- 
Tigers fans. Yeah. Have to be. It's true. We'll see. We'll see if I know what's up. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but we're going to talk about like our, our particular teams. In this case, you know, we'll do the uh, – well, we can pick any teams in general. It doesn't necessarily have to be our teams because I, I wasn't going to do Tigers because you are anyway. So, Brent, why don't you let us off today and talk to us about – I assume you're going to talk about your Kansas City I am, Royals. Yeah, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling like – but they're Annoyed. sellers, though. They're not really buyers. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they're buyers, but you know they're right in the middle there. I mean, they're like two and a half back in the wild card, so I guess. And, I mean, we're, we're, while we record this right now on this beautiful Tuesday evening, it's they are five back of your Detroit Tigers, which means they are one game. Yeah. One game from our bet, six yep. games. So, anyway. At least the Tigers are doing well against the – oh, no, wait. They're down 11 to 2. Sorry. They're not down 11. It was – Two to two last it's time. Eleven we to two. I'm not joking. Okay, well that's terrible. We'll have to look that up after we get <laughs> yeah. out of here. <laughs> uh, so Royals, what are they going to do? Uh, I assume you don't have to talk about the Royals. Uh, no, I'll talk about the Royals. I I, I wouldn't. I I mean I think they might try to get a couple guys. I just don't know if they're going to get anybody that's real significant. I mean I, I think they would love to get somebody like Camp or Beltre, but they don't have enough money to pay you know the rest of the contracts off on those guys. But they would only be for the end of a season, so it'd be a prorated contract. <sighs> Maybe. I mean I would love it if they got. Beltre, or if they're going to get a pitcher, you know, maybe get like Rent Lackey for the rest of the year. I heard he's not going to be too expensive for the rest of the year for Boston. Rent John Lackey, yeah, Boston's ready mm-hmm. to dump right now. Yeah, they're in dead last yeah. place. They remember might, when that team was good a few months ago? That might what dump, happened? Uh, yeah, remember yeah. we both picked them being in the playoffs, Ray? Well, just because Ooh. we didn't think the wheels were going to fall off the wagon yeah, quite know, as hard right? as they did. Um, so you think they're going to go after John Lackey? Lackey, maybe Alex Rios. Now, why would they get a pitcher when they already have superstar Bruce Chen? <laughs> Bruce Chen's Bruce Chen's not even you know oh, my bad. He is the winningest, winningest pitcher from Panama, sir. I'll have you know. Yeah. Man, that is fantastic. How many pitchers are from Panama? Well, him and Mariano Rivera. I don't. <laughs> yeah, Mariano Rivera can't be up because he's a reliever. No, he just tied Mariano Rivera. <laughs> Mariano's not even, even a that. starter, and he had he had eighty two wins. Wow. 82 wins from Aaron Rivera just tells me that's 82 blown saves. Now, Bruce Chen right also here. has, like, a couple saves, so he's also, you know, still got a shot. At so he's probably number two for Panamanian <laughs> pitchers in saves. I think their bullpen's pretty solid. They maybe could use another starter because they've got a couple real young guys in the rotation right now. And uh, I don't know they could really use, a, like, a right fielder that can hit, hit yeah, some but, home runs. I mean, yeah. They got Aoki out there right now, and he, he has zero, zero, zero home runs. He's not a home run hitter. He hit ten last year. I mean, you could have look. You could have five. Well, I couldn't have five. But <laughs> well, he a- should. Aoki should have five. Though yeah. that's a fair point right there. Um, good, good. Well, that, there we go. And then let's face it. You're going for that one spot against what is it at this point? Toronto. Yeah. Is the team right above you? Because ba- you know Baltimore and Toronto were kind Toronto, of back and forth. Uh, Yankees. The Yankees. I don't see them making it though. And they were just tied with Toronto though, like a couple days ago. Yeah. So. I just that's an old team that I just yeah. But they're also they're going to be they're going to be they could be major buyers and get a you know somebody impact at the trade deadline. They are the Yankees. Them a little bit. And the A's and the uh, Angels are unreachable at this point. Jeez, they have the top two is. records <laughs> in yeah. the entire. Baseballs. Nobody's catching the other wild card. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Gross. All right. Well, Matt, so we'll line it up here for you. Your Detroit Tigers. Um, what do they need? Who do you think they should get? Um, well, it seems like uh, more bullpen help is probably. Boy, right? Right? I mean, it's kind of. They've gotten easy. like five new relievers in the last just got six new... months, and it's still not enough. <laughs> you got your new closer, jo- uh, Joaquin Soria, right, the other day? He's not necessarily the new closer. Yeah, because he came in and got lit up the first game he played. Well, I mean... He's not used to the altitude. I mean, it depends on if Nathan <laughs> can turn it around or not. He was <sighs> he, he was really rough. good that last game, though. Yeah. He, well, when or he's like, good, str- he's good. If It seemed like, what, from what I heard, is like like he may have rediscovered his slider 
and might be awesome again. Gosh willing. But then the Tigers haven't had any safe opportunities since that game. That was like last week. So Well, they, they're either losing all their games or they're winning 11-2. to two. Yeah. Or tonight are losing 11-2. to two. Yeah. Um, that's fair enough. What I about that, offense? I made that up. That's not true. Is it? No, it's true. Okay, thank hmm. you. Either way... I don't believe you. Uh, <laughs> I think Soria, I mean, yeah, but I think Soria could be a good closer for you guys. If, he could, uh, if, if needed, yeah. But you look at, like, their, their starting rotation. I mean, Verlander's been struggling all season long, uh, but he's still, you got to pitch him. He's gotten better. He has. I wonder if Kate Upton like, broke up with him. Maybe that would do it. Uh, like, like, yeah. No, he gives her, like, three runs in seven innings now, which is the fine. Rihanna. No, I'm sorry. She's the Rihanna of the Detroit Tigers. I'm just saying, like, she dated Matt Kemp, and he went in the toilet. Carmelo. Yeah. But they were dating for a while, and he's why now would it be? Are they back together? Wait, they they are together, and now Matt Kemp sucks. Wait, what? No, not that. I'm oh, I'm talking about Kate Upton. Yeah, no, that's what uh, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Brianna. They're back Matt together. Kempton. That's why he's bad because when she broke up with him a little while ago, he did really, really good again, and then this year they're back together at the start of spring training, and then pff, right into the toilet. Yeah, ish. That could be it. There's no motivation to pitch well if you're dating Kate Upton. Or you know just what? Like, the, I can't wait to get home. <laughs> for the team, though, would you? Can you break up Justin Verlander and Kate Upton, um, and just get be the wedge that drives in between them and take Kate Upton off of his hands? Use some of your sweet Californication moves, dude. Uh, I don't know. She's not my type. <laughs> <laughs> Fair Here's enough. <laughs> Kate Upton, it. everybody's type. I would think uh, she's very attractive. Um, by the way, yes, Kate Upton is very attractive. Um, Understatement. Spoiler alert, everybody. Um, Just not, I'm, not, I'm not in. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, we get one uh, review. Thanks, guys. I was waiting to look see what she looked up, <laughs> see what she looked like. Turns out she's good. Spoiler. Looking. Yeah. <laughs> Grace, what about offensively? Do you think they need anything? Uh, need anything to for their hitterses? The hitterses? Um, not necessarily. They could use, I guess, a left-handed bat. Outfielder. Closing it off the bench. Yeah. I mean, Rajay Davis Dirks, has been real if good. He gets healthy. Yeah. I mean, Austin but. Jackson tends to. My only concern is Austin Jackson because he tends to just die when it comes to playoff times. He's very uh, streaky. Yeah. You guys got to be really happy with, you know, how your hitters kind of developed this year because I was, I was telling Reyes, like, they're going to take a huge step backwards. And, I mean, they did for, like, the first two weeks, maybe. It took two weeks. And we expected yeah. that. When Ian Kinsler, with the trade for Kinsler for Fielder, they're mm-hmm. going to lose a little bit of power, but Kinsler up at the top adds the speed dynamic. And Rajay Davis as well. Suddenly they're yeah. sh- 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 all over the base pads, creating runs, creating situations, able to play small ball despite the big bats in the lineup. And this is a better offensive team, I said, at the start of the season, Brent. Well, they're not <laughs> better than they were last year. I'll tell you right now, come the playoffs, they're going to be way better. Okay. They're going to yeah. put up way more runs just because well, they can, even if their big hitters get cold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to have to score that many runs with that pitching staff they have. I mean, it's kind of preordained. Ideally. One or the other is going to take charge, and they are winning that World Series this year, Ray. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, you. Um, the one thing I would ask, though, is would they be in the market for a starting pitcher, you think? I mean, they've got the top two, Scherzer, Verlander. They've got um, uh, Porcello, uh, Porcello. How do you pronounce that Porcello. guy? Pork chop. They got pork chop. Uh, he's pitching extremely well. You've got Ani Ball. I mean, th- he it's was apparently not doing well in this game that's happening right now. Apparently, he was <laughs> for a little while. If it's a, it was two to two, two last I saw. That's the whole deal. Gracious. Um, 
Drew Smiley has been pitching really well. He's been well. pitching lights out, although he kind of like against the Angels. or Yeah, against the Angels, he started, what, 10, 10 Ks through like four and two-thirds innings or something, and then yeah. pfft, right off the table. Wow. Okay, so cool. here's what happened in the game. You know, oh, uh, Sanchez didn't pitch great. He pitched He pitched into the seventh, and he gave up six runs. But then <laughs> Soria comes in, pitches one-third of an inning, gives up four runs. Oh, boy. What happened to that guy? I don't know. He was terrible the first time he pitched for you guys, too. He came you know in what, like though? a non-safe situation. You know, he's probably just getting to know Detroit. He's just moving in. He's distracted. His mind's not fine. in the ball game. Yeah, come come a month from now, he's this will be an afterthought. He's not used to that uh, 50 feet, 6 inches away from home plate mound. No, yeah. he's, just, he's not used to pitching on a team whose results matter. I think that's the... Ooh. <laughs> he hasn't played for the Royals for like four years, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. My point exactly. Yeah. What? Hmm. That's all I got. Man. Anyway, you were just <laughs> saying last week how you were trolling me last week about how he's going to be awesome. He's going to be awesome. He just isn't awesome yet. Yeah. That's all there is to I believe that. that. Um, well, the team I'll pick, I'll pick the Dodgers here because this is the hometown uh, team, your Los Angeles Dodgers of Los Angeles. Uh, I think they are going to trade Matt Kemp away. I think they're going to make every opportunity to now that him and Rihanna are back together, as we just discovered. No, I'm just kidding. I, don't, I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm going to put those words. Quoted Matt true. Manser as saying, no. Um, I think they're going to make a deal with Boston because I think you are 100% right uh, when you said that Boston is very, very trade happy. They're, they're ready to kind of nuke the thing but and they, start over. But they wouldn't be getting Kemp, right? You're saying I think they, they would get Kemp. I think they would. They, they've been known to take on players and stuff. Uh, remember but when they originally took on. You're saying if they're selling, why would they pick up his contract? That doesn't make uh, because sense. Because they're, they're trying to move players. Because uh, Kemp, I believe, is towards the end of his deal and they can kind of. No, he's got like him, 107 million Does left he? on his. Yeah. I still think they're going to trade him. Watch this. Even if it's not to Boston, then I think that Matt Kemp will find a home somewhere. Do you? I do. Ask, Even if it's just a small market team, a team like a, a Pittsburgh this. or a Kansas City. Yeah. If I'm a Royals fan, should I? Because I'm really torn. Should I be cheering for them to get Matt Kemp? I mean, yeah. Why not? He's, I don't know. He's I mean, famous. He adds an immediate gloss to your like team. S- since that one year when he hit all the home runs, he's you know stopped juicing or otherwise lost his power. I don't, I don't think Kemp was a guy who was ever juicing though. Then, he was then I was hitting forty some home runs, and I was hitting like six every year, ten or something. Rihanna. <laughs> it's <laughs> all, all that. That's my answer for everything. <laughs> I would fact, be excited, but he seems like he's kind of like a diva. You know, like oh, he's not in the lineup. He's going to pout. I don't know. I'm saying I believe that the Dodgers, they see an opportunity this year, and I think they are going to trade for at least a starting pitcher. I think a, a John Lester or a Lackey, as you said before. I think one of those guys. Um, They're kind of like Detroit, though. They've got a, you know, they've got two aces and absolutely. Then a couple other real good guys. They're up there, but, I mean, uh, they know what they've got coming ahead of them. I mean, they had trouble beating uh, the Giants, I mean, last year, and the Giants, you know, are very, very good, and there's a bunch of other. The St. Louis Cardinals aren't going away anytime soon, and even even uh, uh, these other teams, uh, Atlanta's and the uh, Washington's out out east, I mean, these are these are also very good teams, and they're not just going to stroll up and then make the World Series. I mean, that's true. They, only, they do only have a one-and-a-half game lead, so... They're not going to just sit idly by. And plus, this is a team that, what is it, uh, $1.2 billion for the Dodgers just bought by the Magic Johnson group? This is a, this is a group that's ready to spend money. Yeah. And they want to spend it wisely. And if they think that they can buy themselves a title, bleep, yeah, they're going to buy themselves a title. They've got so much money that they have Lee Lacey signing autographs in right field. Lee Lacey! Lee Lacey. Rookie of the year from 19... I don't know, 78 or something was, like that. Was Steve Sachs not available? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Lee Lacey. Lee Lacey, I don't know. He autographed something for me. I, I know he's some <laughs> kind of rookie of the year one year in the 70s. So you said Lee Lacey. He just likes to sign autographs, you guys. It's not, that's I, cool. I merely yeah. went to 30 Rock. I thought you were meaning like Liz Lemon. Oh. I thought, I thought like Tina Fey's out there in right field. That's incredible. <laughs> Man, they are really going all out Almost this year. Almost signed some autographs, Liz Lemon. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
My goodness gracious. But yeah, so I do I do think the Dodgers are going to be big-time buyers. I think they're going to make multiple deals, and I definitely think one of those deals is going to be to get a starting pitcher from the Red Sox. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, maybe it's not the Red Sox who eat that contract. Uh, somebody's getting Matt Kemp because he doesn't have a place right now in the Dodgers outfield because they've got a and Miss he's pouting Puggy. too. Yeah, Skip Schumacher's out well, playing. Well, and he's Matt been Shemp playing. Right they put him in like the last couple days, I think, because the trade line's coming. He's been like they're on trying fire. to show him off. Yeah, they're trying to. Hey guys, look, he can <laughs> still play. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, Kansas City, do you want Matt Kemp? There's no way he'll be terrible. Rihanna will never go anywhere near Kansas City. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're like paying like Adam Wainwright money to like groove it in there like he did for Derek Jeter in the All-Star game. <laughs> Just groove it into Kemp. Come on, we'll make it worth your while after the season. We'll sign you, I promise. Wow. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I think they're going to do. So, I mean, a, a few varying and, and different things right there. And uh, But to be fair, the biggest free agency bomb of the whole time, might it might not be any of our teams. Let's face facts right there. You don't know what some teams like the Angels are going to do because now they finally see it paying off. Well, and then, you know, uh, like a couple weeks ago, we thought that uh, the Tampa Bay was going to trade David Price. And now all of a sudden they went on this huge winning streak and they're like three games back. I think they're still going to trade David Price. I don't think so. And I think they're going to trade David Price to your Detroit Tigers. Uh, that would you imagine be- going up against that team in the playoffs, Scherzer, would, Verlander, Price. That would just guarantee the World Series. Not that it's not already foredained. You know, stop it. Ordained. <laughs> stop Attending. it. Um, Let me see. shake my uh, uh, magic eight ball. All signs point to yes. Stop it. <laughs> you didn't ask you the question. Yeah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> didn't it read to. my mind. It knew it's the magic eight okay, ball. I guess that's true. <laughs> Goodness me! And uh, there was one other topic I do want to talk about here, and that Matt Manser, you went to what school? I went to University of Michigan. The University nice. of Michigan. Now, that is Michigan the best fan. school. So you're obviously a big Michigan football fan, Michigan basketball fan, even hockey. I assume that you're really into that. Uh, I am not. Say what now? I'm, 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 I don't really follow college sports. Uh, wait, but you won the NCAA. Well, I went over that. Because you didn't. Because I didn't watch college basketball. I don't really follow college sports, despite going to Michigan. I understand what you're saying because Michigan is known as an institution of great higher learning, a great academic institute, right? So I'm assuming that you graduated from there, that you are a great mind, and you're smart enough to know that these sport these teams are not going anywhere. Oh like goodness. I'm not going to waste my time on these Wolverine teams. Uh, no, that's not what I was. Oh, they, no, do, wait a minute. they do have a tradition of. Of, of very good sports teams. Excellence. Their I football team, yeah. I mean, they Especially won a bunch football. of national championships yeah. when there were three teams in the in the nation. I used to follow <laughs> college sports more closely, but... Just not lately. Not... How is it possible <laughs> that I'm a bigger Michigan fan than you, and you went to that school, and, I, and just my parents went to that school? I didn't even go there. Well, here's the deal. Uh, I went to Nebraska. I'm a big Nebraska fan. Yeah. Matt's a Michigan fan. He went to Michigan. So you obviously are a Northern Ohio. What are they called? The Roadrunners or the the Ohio Northern the University Polar Bears, sir? Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. They're not the Giddyups. Uh, they're, they're the not. Polar Bears because it's very cold there. They, are neon, they the our colors are neon orange and black. And we, the Northern Ohio Youpers. How would it even be the Youpers? That's Michigan, Upper Peninsula of Ohio. That's there not... is no Upper Peninsula. <laughs> it's called Michigan. That's the Upper Peninsula of Ohio. That's what oh Ohio call Michigan, the Upper Peninsula of Mi- Ohio. I don't think that's true. But wait, a minute, you don't have to. You don't have to go. <laughs> well, to I a guess school. Wikipedia's wrong then. There you. <laughs> you don't have to go to a school in order to be a fan of that team, though. Clearly, because Matt went to Michigan and he's not a Michigan fan. Um, I, I, you know, I, I wish them well. Be, I believe to be. <laughs> I just a, don't follow them. I it's like it's like an ex girlfriend. I wish her well in all her endeavors. To be a yeah. true fan, otherwise you're just kind of like some bandwagoner guy. Like, oh, I went to school in Ohio, but they suck. So 
My school was Division Three. It's not even like they're making any headlines be even proud possible. proud of that, dude. Be proud of that. Hey, our football team has – we play nine on nine. Hey. <laughs> nine on nine? <laughs> What's wrong with you? But I've been going to Michigan games since I was a little kid because my dad has had season tickets since 1969. 1969, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. I, re- I, I followed Michigan and Michigan State when I was a kid growing up. Sure. Well, we I all think did. that's fine. So I think it's fine to continue. You said you outgrew college sports. No, I'm saying, saying? no. Now I'm that at, I'm a man. No, I'm actually on your side. I oh, think okay. it's fine to Thank root you, for then. a school that you didn't go to. I think it's fine. I think, but I can look down on you, Ray. You know, which <laughs> I normally can't because you're really tall. You're a tall dude. That's fair enough. <laughs> I was going to say this is just one of many things you look down well, on me for. That's true. I mean, to be fair, because I think that's a terrible argument that people say. They say like, well, if you didn't go to that school, you're just dumb and you shouldn't be a fan of that. I'm like, well, I never worked for the Detroit Lions. But I never worked in their front office. Does that mean I can't be a fan of well, theirs? Well, no, I get it. But look, here's the deal. Michigan fans, uh, they're very cocky, you know, like, because it's, it's a good academic institution. So they're like, oh, well, we, you know, Michigan. And, and well, so you, you know, have that attitude, but you didn't go there. You didn't earn that right. Well, I don't have Michigan cockiness. I'm not known oh, as a cocky Oh, shut person. up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking I'm humble. How dare you? <laughs> Goodness me. Mm. That's my perspective. I mean, you could be a fan, but, you know, pipe down. (laughs) (laughs) Sit quietly in the corner and nod and agree. Nod and agree. That's what I did. That's right. That's what I did when my friend uh, Matt uh, Matt Legman uh, took me to an Ohio State uh, bar for the Ohio State-Michigan game a few years ago, except he didn't tell me what bar it was. Until we got there, yeah, he says, "Oh, I got this great bar down in the South Bay, and it's Michigan, and this is when they were ranked one and two and playing each other to see who would go to the title game." And he says, "I know this great bar. It's fifty percent Michigan and fifty percent Ohio State. So once a year, there's this big rivalry thing that happens, and half the people are wearing Michigan." And ha- so we get there, and we're like walking in, the, you know, and like two steps walking into place, he turns to behind me, he turns to me, goes, "Hey, Ray." I lied. Opens the door. <laughs> sea of red. Ohio State Buckeye hey, flag on the wall. To be fair, I just sat quiet and watched the game. <laughs> to be fair, nobody said people from Ohio State were good at math, right? <laughs> 50-50. There's you and these 200 people. <laughs> yeah. That's 50-50, right? Yeah, I had to just shut up that game. That uh, Really? I, I knew but Well, I think it's fun to just like just go off, man. Like what are they going to do? For me, but you have to remember that Ohio State fans are very belligerent. You know like you've heard of likes to fight guy? Yeah, that is Ohio That's Ohio State, State yeah, fans, you're right. and it's just me, which means if I'm getting out of there alive, I just have to suck it up. Mm. Well, this was like, was this five years ago when we went to that Red Wings-Ducks game? <laughs> okay, yes. I. You know what? Okay, so quick story. Me and Matt Manser, we went to Red Wings versus Ducks playoff game. Yeah. This was game four, I believe, of the Stanley Cup playoffs, and it's the only one that Detroit won in, in um, Anaheim. And we went there with some other friends of ours. Yeah. And, yeah, the crowd turned on me like crazy. Because <laughs> there were a lot of Red Wings fans there, though. There were. But I mean. Most of our section. Well, I don't know. It might have been 50-50. It might have been 50-50. It might have actually been a 50-50 Red Wings Or at least like split. 70-30. Like, yeah. there were enough Red Wings fans to notice them there. And I figured, yeah. you got my back, Matt Manser. So <laughs> oh, I can, sure. I can I talk you. a little smack and start yelling things at people and whatnot. Well, what I like what you do. <laughs> what was and, that? Because you're just like, you're like trolling, but you're, it's just so silly that no one should take it seriously. 100% correct, Because you'll yes. be like, the ducks will be called for ice, and you'll be like, oh, they're cheaters. 
Yes. Look at those cheaters out there. That's which is right. Like, yeah, he does do that. We went to Clippers game, and every time something bad, it was, cheaters! <laughs> and I think that's funny, because... It's just so outrageous. Just so How do you even get mad at it, yeah. right? That's that's how I try to yeah. carry myself at those games where I'm just going to be so over the top that it's like a cartoon character at a certain point. Yeah. And how could you get mad at Bugs Bunny, right? <laughs> imagine, Except the people around us did. Imagine <laughs> going to, imagine since Ray and I both, you know, are, are uh, Clippers fans. It's not like our first team, but we'll go to Clipper games this year for the Clippers. Imagine Ray and I both doing that. At, at uh, Clipper games. But we were doing it for the Clippers. Yeah, for the Clippers. For the home team. Sure. That's different yeah. than what yeah. we were doing right but, there. But we were si- when we were doing it, we're sitting right behind like a whole row of, who were they playing? Out of oh, jeez. It was the Rockets. Rockets, yes. A bunch yes. of Rockets fans. Um, um, but what, the thing I think that hurt, uh, you know, the, the crowd turning on me in the Ducks game was the <laughs> fact the Red Wings had like a two-goal lead or something going into the third period and then scored like three more goals. <laughs> so the score was like seven to two. And pretty much when that fifth goal got scored, I could just feel the whole crowd being like, can't get mad about this. We're going to get mad about yeah. you. <laughs> like there was just a whole like turned attention. Yeah, it's almost like when you start winning by enough, you have to be like, okay, I, now I don't want to get lynched by the crowd. And I think I actually maybe brought it down a notch when it came to that. But at that point, Probably. they were ready to go. All right, cool. Well, Matt, well, thank you so much for being here today. Anything you want to pimp on your way out the door? Uh, sure. Um, I'm on a sketch team that does a monthly show at the UCB Theater here in L.A. called uh, Bonafide. 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 Fourth Wednesday of every month. Named Fantastic. after a racehorse. Oh, there you nice. go. Yeah. Biscuit was already taken by yeah. one of the mod team? Okay, yeah. cool. I was, I was hoping it was named after like that line that they kept saying in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Like, um, I'm going to marry that guy. He's bonafide. It's not, but we actually use that audio clip as like our video. Do tag. you really? Like, we oh, remember nice. to put a video tag on any of nice. our videos, which we usually forget. It's fair enough. But Who's in there. that group with you? Anybody I know? Anyone you know? Uh, Johnny Schwartz. Johnny Schwartzman. Yeah, I love Johnny Schwartz. Leland Bowden. Leland. Dave Tooney. <laughs> Dave Tooney. You're gonna get a grill for Dave Tooney? Yeah. You didn't <laughs> give me a chance. Dave Tooney. <laughs> Tall drink of water. Dave Tooney. Yeah. He's got a mustache now. Looking. Does he really? Line. Yeah. I haven't seen him for a while. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Feeling sexy. What time is the show at? Uh, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Fourth Wednesday. Eight and Lelon is Wednesday. very funny. Also, I didn't mean to like you know <laughs> sexually harass Lelon Bowden, but she's she's an attractive girl. Yeah. Okay. On a and scale a scale of one to Kate Upton, where do you put? No, I'm just kidding. You. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank no you way. so much, Matt Manser, for being a part of it. Zero percent chance Matt Manser answers like that. <laughs> yes, zero percent. I give that a zero. Uh, mm. Matt, thank you for being here. You earned it, and uh, next year win it again, and when we'll have you back. All right, I'll definitely win it. next Or maybe year. before, if like something good with the Tigers happens. Like uh, we might, we might have it. And this is just a little side. Uh, here's the deal. I'm yes. gonna, what, what's the date of the World Series? Let's just pencil Matt Manser in for that next week. Uh, when the, when the Tigers <laughs> when the Tigers make and or win the World Series, when they I want to get like every Tigers fan in here when it happens, to do yes. just like a party. Mm-hmm. Great, I think it'll be fun. So. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, we'll be right back uh, to do more after three seconds of Little River Band. This summer is kind of bereft of video game content, right? I mean, you're following up with all this stuff coming out. Every single game coming out this year is pretty much coming out in October. The last two weeks of October are when almost every single game is coming out. And then in early November, that's when your big ones like uh, uh, Call of Duty and whatnot, and they all come out. Yeah. So everything's coming out in the fall. It's pre-Christmas season. Let's keep it real. That's why it's all coming out at the same time. So what are we playing right now, Brent? 
A Wolf Among Us. A Wolf Among Us. Why don't you tell the people at home what A Wolf Among Us is? I don't know. I think you liked it better than I did. So I did. You know, uh, I, I, to me, it's like I know it's based on the the graphic novel uh, Fable. It's called Fable or Fables, I think it is by um, Bill Willingham, which I've never read. I don't know if you've ever it's read. It's a it. lot like, but honestly, it's a lot like uh, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, where that you know all these fairy tale they live in the modern world live in a modern world and some of them don't know who they are or they look different. Well, they know who they are. Well, but some of them are they look different. But they know. all look different because they have. These but they're all in this glamours, and then they, yeah, there's a magic spell they can cast they have to glamours, make them look like human. they do in a lot of you know magical and and well, vampire worlds. True blood, and like and yeah, yeah, it just happens. So the idea is the whole idea is that all the fairy tale characters come out of the storybooks. So they live in essentially uh, New York City, like Queens or something like that. And they live in a little uh, story, tale, story tale place, whatever you'd call it. And uh, they all have these glamours on them, so they all look human. And they just kind of blend in with society and have crappy lives and crappy jobs. And it's really gritty. It's really kind of adult and gritty. And, and you play as the Big Bad Wolf, Bigsby yeah. Wolf. Bigby Big Wolf. Bigby Big Wolf. Bad Wolf. Bigby yeah. Wolf. There you go. And uh, you're the sheriff of the town, and Snow White and Ichabod Crane are the people above you. And you're basically trying to solve a murder over the course of the story. Yeah. And uh, it plays or a lot like... murders. Question mark? Spoilers? Oh, yeah, there will be spoilers in here. Uh, so if you do want to play it, um, yeah, you probably want to just skip ahead a little bit. Yeah. But uh, for those... It plays like The Walking Dead, which is a Telltale Games. It's a story-based game, which means even my wife played all the way through it. And she's not what we call video game literate. But she was really engaged with the story like I was. And really, it played through kind of, you know, like a little bit of soap opera-y. Uh, but mostly kind of like an action kind of adventure kind of uh, exploration game of just exploring through the story. And then you make a bunch of choices going all the way through. And we just finished it. It was five episodes long. And the fifth episode just dropped last week. And I'll go first. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I thought episode five of A Wolf Among Us was one of the best best story games I've ever played in my entire life. Everything got a nice little wrap-up on it. You're given that little hint at the end where maybe you, what you watched wasn't actually what actually happened. And, and everybody, you know, all the loose ends, for the most part, were all tied up. You find out who the murderer is. You find out that it goes deeper than that. Spoiler alert! I said there was going to be a spoiler. What are you talking about? In any Spoiler case, alert! God dang it. Can I go ahead? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Sp- really? In any case, I loved all the action sequences. They were fantastic. I thought the decisions that you make were like top-notch, like uh, a test. Because this is the type of game that honestly comes to moments where I literally kind of put my controller down on the table and just look at it and go like, I don't know. Oh, my gosh, I don't know. Like, I could kill this dude, and that would probably benefit everyone long term, but that also makes me a terrible person who kills people, mm-hmm. and I really don't think killing is ever the right answer. But here so it sounds like an easy, easy choice then, Ray. You said it was a hard choice. You said, oh, I... It was just, very hard. Sounds easy. What would you have if done? If you're not a killer, you don't kill them. If you're a killer, you kill them. What Killers kill. Non-killers don't kill. Did you kill? Just by definition. I did both. Oh, so what does that make you? Wishy-washy. Oh, all right, then I'll go with that. A hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) Hypocritical. (laughs) My goodness. Conflicted in my life. Yeah. Confused about who I am. I'll say right now, I I played through episode five, and then I watched my wife play immediately afterwards. She played through episode five and made different decisions, and we watched all the different ways it permutated, and it was fantastic. What did you think? I mean, I liked it. My problem with... Best with, game. Thank you. Okay, Brent. So, moving... Oh. My problem with all of the, the Telltale games, and it's not a huge problem, because I st- obviously I'm still playing them all. They're fantastic, and enjoying them, yeah. 
is I do wish sometimes sometimes you have four different choices or you yes. have four different choices, and then all four of the choices the same thing happens. They take you in the same direction. Yeah, I think, but so oftentimes they take you in the same direction, but it affects your relationships with other people. Not too much though. Well, you know, to be fair, if you, if you do things a certain way and make certain decisions and rub people the wrong way, they treat you different towards the end of the game. In my wife's play through the game, she had characters that... They still do the same thing. They just have more of an attitude about not it. Not at all. Like, for example, there's a sequence in episode five with Beauty and the Beast where they call you to come visit their apartment. They're arguing when you come in. And then um, and when my wife played it, Beast answers the door and he's all pissed off at you and doesn't want to let you in. He's like, oh, Beauty must have called you. Oh, because I hate you and you beat me up and blah, 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 blah. Well, I did things a little bit differently in mine. And so when I came to the door, Beauty came to so the door to the... and she was all mad at me. And She's... then Beast was actually totally cool. Beast was like, hey, come in. And you're like, hey, did somebody order a pizza? I thought, I thought you didn't play that side. Yeah, I played all the sides. Oh, okay. Wishy-washy. Oh, that makes sense. Then. But no, because sometimes the way you do things does affect how people perceive you, and some people will like you or not like you a uh, heck yeah, of a lot wait, more they, or less but, based on what you do and okay, how you treat them. But my point is, whether they like you or don't like you, it really doesn't have any effect on the overall arc of the game a lot of times. I want it to be like bigger, a bigger change. Okay. You know what I mean? That's, that's my only argument, and uh, that's the only thing I don't really like about those games. And I, I wish there was more fighting and things like that in it, you know? A lot of times um, I feel like you're just kind of answering questions for 20 minutes, so you'll have one fight, and then that's the end of the I episode. Actually, I actually don't even mind that. <laughs> but, I mean, I would say, like, especially the fight sequence that you have with um, Bloody Mary... Is like very very cinematic, awesome, awesome yeah. right? I mean, it's just it it builds and builds and builds, and then it freaking explodes, and then it goes nuts. And I mean, like Michael Bay, seriously, should just watch that sequence of Wolf, Wolf Among Us and be like, "Oh, that's how you construct a battle scene. You actually mean that the it's not just dudes punching each other, then getting up and punching each other again. You mean like the action actually builds to a certain uh, apex." And then just explodes from there, and actually has a, you know an effect on where it goes. Like fantastically well done, fantastically well done. Now, how do you think Wolf Among Us compares to? Uh, you, you played Walking Dead season one and season two. Mm-hmm. How does it compare to those? I like Walking Dead season one, even though season two is not finished yet. Correct. Uh, I've only played uh, like the first and a half episodes, so I like the story a little better. And part of it bugged me that it was a little like Once Upon a Time. You know what I mean? I mean, it's based on an existing thing, though, and we don't know, you know, I mean, it's a concept that's as old as time, is let's take fairy tale characters and put them in the modern world. I just feel world. like I've seen it. It's been done. Yeah. It's just being done a different way here. I mean, I like the fact right. that it was, like, super gritty and everything. I Obviously, enjoyed it. Must it. Be based it on was the good. I wasn't, like, blown away. I was blown away. Yeah. I really liked it a lot. Like, I literally, uh, the way that I felt watching the last uh, episode of Breaking Bad, the last couple episodes of Breaking Bad, where I was just mm-hmm. sitting forward in my chair yeah. and I didn't want to breathe for missing a nuance. That's pretty much how I felt during every step of episode five of Wolf Among Us. That's how good I thought it mm-hmm. was. I did enjoy the whole like courtroom drama that happened at the end of episode five. That was fun to me because yes. you know I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Because you start off, and uh, not to ruin anything... I will say there are... Now, as much as I complain about there not being enough variations of what can happen there are a lot of different things that can happen at the end of the game yes and even some of my fight sequences were different when i played two different ways just based on choices i had made yeah and just different things would happen in the fight i did feel too they were a little too generous like i wanted them to oh i was like oh i got hit like three four times during this fight i should be dead could i could i make a grand admission right now 
Yeah. There was a there was an action sequence, the ones uh, where you're in the alley getting shot by Bloody Mary with the silver bullets in episode four. Yeah. I died when I played that the first time once. Wow. When my wife Melissa played it, not a video game player. Yeah. Never died. <laughs> I died once. She during, never died. I died and once. I felt the entire like an idiot, game, and that was because I fell asleep. Oh, that'll happen. Because boring. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Goodness, I was just you. playing it really late at night. You're playing it late at night. Suddenly, you're just like, boy. Well, Brent, your character's is... your character's not answering any of the questions. What's good? He's really the silent. Oh no, he's sleeping. Okay, yeah, he's sleeping. On. Gracious. So if you were to, so if then were... I want, I, I want it when they can tell I'm asleep. I don't want them to have me still fighting them and then die. I What's... want them. To, I want them to to. W- I want to wake up and like. One of them has has propped a pillow under my head, you know. Okay, so <laughs> that would be hilarious to me. That'd be amazing. <laughs> we know we know it's sleepy time. Are you up? Okay, I'm going to give you ten seconds to wake up, and then we're fighting. We're fighting. <laughs> um, now, if we were to rank this game, say on a scale of one to ten, where ten is like Fallout New Vegas, Mass Effect Two, and one is Duke Nukem Forever, <laughs> where where do you slot Wolf Among Us? What, what on, a, on a ten point scale, where do you put it? I would say maybe a seven. Seven. Seven, seven and a half. Wow. I look if you're comparing it to if you're comparing it to games like itself. I'm just comparing it to just overall experience. Okay, then it's like a seven, seven and a half. I give it an about an eight point seven five. I don't think it quite hits in the nine, only because of some of the problems you said with mm-hmm. it, in that there isn't a ton of action and it is mostly choose your own adventure kind of storytelling based stuff that does kind of lead you along a funnel path. Um, but it, it is variation in theme around it. Uh, 8.75. I liked it a lot. And I would recommend everybody go out there and, and play it, especially when the Wolf, uh, Wolf Among Us Game of the Year edition or whatever comes out. If you're talking about like a, just a story-based game where it's very almost all story and moral choices and then very little fighting. Which is my kind of jam. Sure. Which then I'd give it more like an eight and a half. Okay. You know. But but if you're comparing it to somebody like Fallout, where I could literally do... Whew, 300 missions yeah. in 300 different towns, and they'll all be different, and the li- people will literally treat me differently and hate me for the whole rest of the they game. They might just attack you the second you walk into their bar. That's a whole nother level, Ray. It is a whole nother level. You know, and that's when you get up in the 9, 9.5s to me. Where's Fallout 4? <laughs> now I'm just excited to play Fallout again. Is it oh, wrong? Man. And this is a total aside. I almost went out. I'm, this is no joke. Yesterday, I was at GameStop. And I very I came this close to buying Fallout New Vegas Game of the Year edition with all the DLC in it, mm-hmm. just to play it again and get all the achievements again. Ray <laughs> just loves, to give me an excuse to play it again. Ray loves the game Fallout so much, all the I Fallout do. games so much that he went out and bought a Fallout Boy CD just to see if it would let him play it in the Xbox. Just to is see there anything? Is there even one mission in here? There's got to be some, Mister House. Are you in there, Mister House? <laughs> Oh, my gracious. No, I do love those. Although, I tried playing Fallout 1. Did you know that? No. Fallout 1 for the PC? Unplayable? Did not age. <laughs> did not age well. Uh, how uh, about Fallout 2? Uh, Fallout 2, same as Fallout 1. Yeah. It's the same kind of interplay. I, I played actually a little bit into it, but when there came to be a point, and PC gaming and console gaming is different. Mm-hmm. PC gaming is oftentimes for me harder because you have 9,000 buttons, and if you don't get any kind of instructions, I spent literally, the, the kicker with Fallout was, I spent 10 minutes trying to figure out how to climb a ladder. Because I couldn't figure it out. I said, bleep this noise. I'm going to just go back and play some more New Vegas. Hey, what do you think about this game, uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War? I saw you looking at that when I came in. It's supposed to be really depressing. Yeah? It's supposed to be a wonderful... St- it's a story-based game. It looks kind of cartoony. It's cartoony. Know? It's puzzle-based. And they said it's one of the few games that like, literally most people who play it just freaking cry. 
Really? Like, there's sob moments Because I played some cool games like that. Like, there was a game called Brothers that was like that. Yeah. And that was a weird game where you had to literally control both brothers with with Oh, wow. And sometimes you had missions where you're like, I'm throwing the rope up, I'm throwing the rope up, and I'm climbing. Throwing, and you had to, like... It was pretty cool, dude. You should wow, check that game out if you cool. play that. Yeah. So anyway, oh, there's our there's our video game segment for the week. I uh, hope you enjoyed it and uh, hit us up. I'm at Almighty Ray. He's at Scoops Pope. We're at Ray Brand Podcast. What are you guys playing lately? Or what the heck did you guys think of Wolf Among Us, man? I'd love to hear about yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, if anybody's I, played, uh, you know, what is it called? Valiant. Uh, Valiant Hearts. Valiant Hearts. Or even Guacamelee. Yeah. I mean, Guacamelee is free for we who have uh, upgraded to the Xbox One. So but if you haven't got it yet, get it because you know it's that, very good. That game I was talking about, Brothers. Brothers. A Tale of Two Sons. Yes. Woo. That game will make you feel feelings. Not me. I mean, because not me, but most people. Because you're not, you know, funny. Right? Yeah. Yeah. In any case, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of White Stripes. Well, my nose keeps on bleeding because it's real that I'm needing. I better call out a meeting of the boys. Of the boys. That's pretty much the end of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you like to talk about Ray Rice? Nope. All right, our contact information. You can go ahead and hit up the show at Ray Brent Podcast on Twitter or hit up me. I'm at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. Or what the heck, you can email us, raybrentpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit up our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast. And uh, Brent, I haven't told you this yet. I'm working on a website, official, like, cheapy website for the show. Put show notes and things like that on it. Nice. It's exciting. Why are we doing a cheapy website? Let's do it. Because I'm broke. A, let's have yachts and sh- caviar. You want yachts and caviar on the website? Mm-hmm. Pictures of them. What, do you want it to be like a Kardashian app? Yeah. Or like a Robin Leach app. In any case, we have people we want to thank this week. We, of course, have to thank David Knoll for producing. The train wrecks. We've got to thank Jeremy Buck in the bang. And we've got to thank Matt Manser for taking the time to uh, be Manser a part of us, man. He's the man, Dude, sir. I like Matt Manser. I like that He's Matt Manser. He's the man, sir. Uh, I'm probably, you know, we're probably pretty overwhelming um, for for a gentleman like Mr. Manser. But I'd like to say, I got no idea I'm going with that. For him to keep up with me and then, like, just totally dominate you is is amazing. It's not really that amazing. No, I, yeah, but to keep up with me is pretty amazing. But the dominating you is, like, that's just called Monday or Tuesday, whatever day it is. In any case, we also want to thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell, me some art. Monsell. You some art. JordanMonsell.com. Anybody you want to thank, Brent? Uh, I want to thank us, Ray, for being awesome enough to book Matt Manser. Yeah, man. Manser's the man, sir. Sir. We already used that joke earlier. Man. Did we? Yeah, I did. You weren't listening. Good night, everybody. Your wife right. Your wife is right. You don't listen. Good Good night. Your wife right. <laughs> so, Where's uh, the music? Your wife right, 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 right. Oh, there it is. Good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You always get what you want.